Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm so glad that you're here. And we have a poetry submission this week. If you've written a poem about your homecoming journey that you would like me to share with the audience, please send it to me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. And today's poem is from Dominique Asaya Tafoye. And the poem is entitled, There and Now. Will you ever claim the parade of pain marching in my body? Will you ever hush the constant crowds of chaos in my mind? Will you ever break the wounding chains of sorrow in my soul? You owe me the words, I'm sorry, but I won't hear them until I'm gone. Will you ever praise the path I carved to truth and blissful peace? Will you ever respect the tools I forged to alchemize reality? Will you ever know the life I've lived and what I've had to do? I owe myself a liberation, and this I know. I forgive you. Exhale. Yes, Dominique. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That liberation for us, that release, that breaking free, that forgiveness, and the breath the return of the breath. So thank you so much for that poem. And today's topic is going to be embracing and enjoying the single life. Embracing and enjoying the single life. And this topic was requested by several of you. We have done episodes on relationships and we have done episodes on not being ashamed of loneliness or the desire for companionship. But on today, we want to celebrate the singles and to really uh, see it not as a negative, not to see it as just your waiting period, spending your life in expectation and hope of someone else coming along to complete it, but to really marvel in, uh, enjoy, celebrate the gifts of a single life. And whether your uh, being single is for a season or whether it is for the journey, the duration of your life, I want to really invite you to recognize, to identify the beauty, the beauty of walking life completely at home within yourself. And this really uh, causes us to attend to the necessity of homecoming. Because if we are perpetually thinking that someone else is the carrier of my homecoming, that someone else is the key to my homecoming, then we will not truly recognize 
what it means to be at home within ourselves. And so I celebrate those who have learned to be at home with themselves. I celebrate those who are seeking to embrace this season of their life more or this uh, pathway of their life more. And I celebrate those for whom it may not have been a journey, but something you have always felt free about and felt uh, affirmative in. And so wherever you find yourself on the journey, I want to uh, appreciate how you show up to this space. Those who uh, have always enjoyed being single, those who have learned to enjoy their single seasons, and those who don't quite enjoy it yet, but are looking to learn how to appreciate it, how to celebrate it. And so this really is a welcome home, not um, as a temporary state. So sometimes people will say, I want to get comfortable with me so I can be better in relationships, or I want to get comfortable with me so I can be a better parent, or I want to get comfortable with me so I can be more productive, or I want to get comfortable with me so I can uh, create more and produce more. Well, if it is not uh, a tool, like my homecoming is not a tool in uh, the attempt to figure out how it will just benefit others or connect me with others, but in and of itself, my homecoming is a gift all by itself that we don't have to add anything onto it to nourish myself so that I can nourish others. We can shift and just center in on the beauty of recognizing who you are and your life really as uh, an offering, your life as a wellspring, your life as a resource. And so this is so uh, important. One of the things that can make it really fulfilling is to discover the things that you like admire, love, appreciate about yourself. Because often our attention goes to the negative, that our attention can often go to our critique. And therefore, some people have been raised to equate being single with something being missing or not being chosen or being rejected or not being worthy. And all of those things are a lie right? All of those things hold untruth. And so our status in life of with companion or single is not a reflection of our identity, our worth, our capacity, or the level at which we are lovable. And so to be lovable is to love on myself, to love yourself. And so when we really consider this pathway of homecoming and enjoying uh, being single, it is also about not only loving and liking and accepting myself, but it is also learning how to attend to my needs, right? Psychologically and emotionally that I am not just waiting for someone else 
to fulfill my emotional needs, but I also learn how to recognize what I need and to nourish myself, to affirm myself, to celebrate myself, to give myself relief and restoration. What is it that psychologically and spiritually and even physically you need? And giving myself permission to know that I can attend to my needs. I can attend to my needs. And so the more we learn to attend to our needs, the more we can feel the completeness and the fulfillment that can come from us being at home within ourselves. And so there are wonderful things to appreciate about uh, being single. And one of the gifts of being single is your time, right? That you have so much time to attend to the things that you, you enjoy, to attend to the things that give you life, to uh, not have to just protect a little bit of time or carve out some time, but the gift of time and space is yours, right? Not as a punishment of like, oh, the only one here is me, right? Well, there is a wealth and a well that you possess that has often not been tapped into. There are inner resources that you contain that you can be distracted from if you are perpetually surrounded by people or perpetually attending to the needs, wants, desires, priorities of others. And so it makes it easier to not lose sight of yourself your heart, your mind, your body, your spirit, your vocation, your creativity, your essence, right? That you are a living soul with so much tapped in you, untapped within you. And so to really uh, reframe, broaden the frame of what you do with your time, including time to rest. Because sometimes if I say you have the gift of time, People can think you need to be busy all of the time. You need to be producing things all the time. And there are even some workplaces or faith communities that will take advantage of single people and say, oh, well, we know uh, you don't have a family or don't have a partner. So they will keep all of this labor on your back. And I want you to know that the gift of your time the gift of being single, the gift of solitude is not just for you to run on a wheel. It is not just for you to stay up all day, all night uh, doing, but to really appreciate the gift of time for being, right? For being at home within yourself, for being connected uh, with your dreams, your visions, your possibilities your gifts, and to recognize uh, the gift of this period, whether again, it is a season or this is your path in life, to consider 
the richness and fullness of what it means to not only rest, to not only create, but also the gift of connection. Because single does not uh, necessarily mean that you have no connections or community, yes? And so what it means to be able to nourish my friendships in a way that perhaps I would not have the time, space, or energy to nourish them if I was directing so much of my time and attention in relationship. And so there is such a gift. There is such a gift of friendship and connection. And I want to invite you to consider what are the ways that I can cultivate enjoyment in my time by myself? What are the things that I love to do that I want to give myself space to do? What are my ways of being that I want to really uh, be infused with? But then also, who are the people in my circle? Who are the people that I am connected to? And this can both be nourishing old and long-standing friendships, and it can also be an openness to the new. Many times once uh, people are in relationship or are in marriage, they can become kind of locked in to their inner circle. But you have a flexibility and a freedom to really consider the ways in which you can make new friendships, new acquaintances. So not only deepening what you already have, but being open and being curious and being interested in the ways in which your path will intersect with the path and the life of others. There is also the gift of flexibility and spontaneity in being single. Often if you uh, are married or are um, in relationship, there is a need to a certain extent for a lot of planning because you have two different people's schedules to uh, coordinate, to think about how we can uh, save time for ourselves, like having date night and that kind of thing, which is important. Uh, but as a single person, to really embrace the freedom you have to be spontaneous, right? To, as some people you know, would say, to have breakfast for dinner and dinner for breakfast, to spend uh, your weekends really uh, resting in, or if you get the idea, if you just want to get up and go for a drive, to go for the drive. And of course, people can have spontaneity in couplehood, but there is that need for communication and compromise. But in your uh, singleness, to really enjoy uh, the freedom of time and space and schedule and flexibility and following where your heart leads in the moment, right? What do you feel like doing on today? What do you feel led to do? What is it that will animate your life? What is it that will nourish and nurture you? And being able uh, to do that in the moment. And post-pandemic, that can also include traveling. Uh, that can also include uh, more outings. Uh, what is it that you used to enjoy that you have not 
done in a while. And so reviving those aspects of yourself that have been dormant. And then what are the things that you have never tried before, but you have the openness, the willingness to explore, to experiment, to try out a new path, a new journey, a new hobby, a new friendship, uh, to recognize the gift of that, to live without the limitation or the boundary or the blockages, um, but to really be heart-led and spirit-led uh, in even the rhythm of your life, uh, the patterns of your life. Not only that, uh, while we do not start with the piece of productivity, uh, we start with just our being, there is also the gift of having the space and time to write, to produce your art, uh, to imagine, to dream, to construct, to deconstruct. Uh, there is so much when we think about um, our our inheritance, our legacy is what I meant to say. When we think about our legacy, the imprint that I am leaving in the world, right? Uh, what will remain? And what remains is not only a product or things I create, but also the imprint uh, that I live, that I leave on the lives of others, right? The ways in which I show up in the world. And so a part of your imprint may be in the ways in which you serve your community, the ways in which you engage in empowerment, the ways in which we have generativity, uh, what you generate and pass on to others, uh, that is you, that is you. And so uh, what will you do with what you possess? What will you do with who you are? Recognizing that you in and of yourself are a gift uh, to the world, just as the world holds gifts for you. And so where uh, are the places and spaces that I want to share the gift, the treasures, the possibilities, the ideas, the dreams, the visions that I have? Where are the spaces and places where I want to bring those things into manifestation? And how powerful it is for you to be able to give yourself in that way, for you to be able to share yourself in that way, for you to be able to invest yourself fully, right? So not just a moment here and a moment there, but what will it look like for me to live this abundant life? So I invite you to really give yourself permission to like, love, admire, appreciate yourself, to give yourself permission to enjoy the fullness of time for being who you are, the fullness of time in creating what you are here to create, and the gift of flexibility and spontaneity to imagine a new life, to live a boundless, uh, limitless, full and free life, one that is uh, joyful, one that is overflowing, one that does not have to be 
contained uh, or muted or compromised, right? Um, but that you can live in the full flow of who you are uh, with flexibility, with creativity, with spontaneity, and with the very clear knowledge of who you are and what you need as you attend to yourself and as you also nourish and nurture your connections and relationships and friendships. So there is uh, the fullness of life that is available to you, that you are lacking nothing, you are missing nothing, you are complete in and of yourself. And the more we feel that, the more we know that, the more we come home to ourselves. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.